After the rally, every part of me was dripping wet. I wanted to get back to the Carlton apartment that we were house-sitting for the week to dry myself like a wet rat. As we rode home, just up the street from where we were staying, we bumped into our friend Christopher and he came over. Then more and more friends started coming over. Suddenly we were hosting. There was cheese, there was wine. I was really tired though. So when everyone went out for dinner, I stayed home. I leafed through the DVDs until I landed on Barry Lyndon by Stanley Kubrick. This has been a sad day's work for our family, Redmond Barry. And you've robbed us of 1500 a year. Now you'd better ride off before the police are up. They had wind of this business before we left. When Spandu came home from dinner, she told me this story about something that had just happened. So, the next morning, I interviewed Spandu and Christopher separately. Can you please uh, introduce yourself? My name is Christopher. Um, would you like to know more? Um, can you introduce yourself, please? I'm Spandu. I'm 29 years old. I use she, their pronouns. I'm in Carlton. It all began in the afternoon when I was walking out of my house. So riding down Barclay Street, I then saw someone walking across the road, and then we were like, hey, is that Christopher? And then I heard my name. We had a hug, had a chat. Christopher was like, I'll be back soon. And then, yada, yada, yada. <laughs> we, um, we all ended up in this fancy house with some cool art in it. And, like, some sexy art, too. Christopher came over, we spent a little bit of time just hanging out. There was a bit of cheese and wine. And then, I think it was around 9pm, Effie suggested that we go and get some food. And so we all started putting our, like, you know, putting uh, shoes on. So I just, like, grabbed the main items. I grabbed, like, keys, wallet, cap, and put my sandals on. It was at this moment that Christopher noticed something was slightly off. So it appeared that my hat was on someone else's head. On Spandu's head. And I thought, that's fine. We love to share hats. But I'm, I'm quite attached to this hat. Can you describe the hat? Um, it's black with a red... Oh, shit, I'm not wearing it. <laughs> I'm, wearing it. I'm wearing my magpie's hat. But the hat in question is black with a red brim. And it says Central Land Council, Aboriginal Land Council, which I got in the op shop in Bantwa. And I really like it. What were you thinking when you saw Spandu pick up the hat and put it on her head? I thought, she must think it's a cool hat too. And I thought, why not? But also, taking note of where the hat is. I think when we were leaving, I, I was like, hey, nice cap. And there was just a sort of blank, thanks. I was like, okay, interesting. I do remember Christopher saying, nice cap. And I was like, yeah, it is a good cap, hey. Um, and, like, didn't think much more about it. And so we walked to the restaurant, 
walked down Johnson Street, really lovely, having nice chats, looking at all the vibes out there, and sat down at the restaurant, and I took my cap off. I also remembered this weird thing that I did was I put my wallet and the keys in the cap just to hold it because I didn't really have a bag. And the table was full of food and cups of tea. Uh, yes, I took note of where the hat was. It was on the table. I thought, well, it, I thought at first it had some sort of um, fishnet underwear or something in it. But it turns out that's just a small bag or a small Perth fishnet. So, and inside, and I thought, okay, I'm taking note where the hat is now. That's fine. So we we had too many drinks and too many plates. So I grabbed the cap and put it beside me on the floor with my wallet inside and the keys inside. And I think maybe a bottle of water on the ground. I never was a hat person. Um, but last year, going through chemo, I had to put something on my head. And so I started wearing hats. And I guess I got um, attached to them. You'd always need them when you leave the house and even at home. Um, and I've never really, my hair's grown back and it's got some nice curls to it, but I haven't really shifted out of the hat mode. Does that play into this story at all? I think that it goes to highlight the incredible insensitivity and cruelty on behalf of Spundrew. <laughs> no, um, I guess I guess it does. I think the first place that I went after recovering from chemo and growing back my hair was up in Bantua where I got the hut and I started paying attention to the hats that I have and where they are and perhaps part of me feels like I need I need it um, close by just in case um, even though the hair grew back your hair's looking great by the way I really like it it's got some amazing curls it's very soft and fluffy. How are you feeling now in your body post chemo? Um, I say, uh, yeah, that's a big question. There's a lot that's permanently changed. There's a lot that's slowly returning. There's a lot you have to accept um, is going to be different. Once. One thing that's not one of the bad things is is the hair on the outsides of my legs has fallen off. And and that's kind of strange, but that's where it fell off first when it started falling off. And then my elbows got really hairy for the last 6 months and now they've that's fallen out again. So I'm guessing from that that my hair's going to start growing straight again. It's like it's got this other hiccup six months later where it just readjusts again to growing differently. 
back to the restaurant that night. Then we chatted, chatted, chatted. Like we like smashed the food. It was delicious. Hainanese chicken, roast duck. And I think I put the hat back. The hat was back in view. Like the cap was back in view. It was like on the table again. And um, I'm not, I think it was around then that Christopher was like. I said, oh, could, could I have my hat? Will I take this now? I think Christopher said, I really like that cap. Um, I'd love to hold on to it. I don't want to lose it, I think. And then put it on in a beautiful gesture. It was like a smooth gesture. And then I was like, ah, Central Land Council was written on it. And I was like, oh, oh. And I said, yeah, I mean, you can borrow it, but I'm quite attached to it. And uh, that's when the penny dropped. That it was not, in fact, Spud's hat that they had assumed it was when they put it on. I think I had like a flash back to the whole evening. I was like, when did, I, when did it become the Central Land Council cap? That's what I was trying to work out. It's like, when did it go from the Spud's cap to the Central Land Council cap? It's what's interesting is how much it doesn't look like your hat. Because your hat clearly says Spud on it. No, but it went from being upside down, straight on my head, to being on my head the whole way to the restaurant and then went back upside down. Oh. So it so was never like face up. So from your point of view, you never saw. Yeah. Whereas it was staring at me from the top of your head <laughs> for hours. Any final thoughts about hats and belongings and friendship? Hats, hats are something that um, move around a lot. They appear on lots of different heads. Uh, sometimes you'll gain a hat, sometimes you'll lose a hat. And I think that's good because they have they all have their own character whether it's branding or it's representing something and they are an accessory that goes with clothing so it's good to share them around with people but sometimes at the end of the day you just want your hat instead of someone else's <laughs>